Welcome to the Bethlehem Missionary Baptist Church podcast, Sunday, August 18th, 2019. Dr. Hutchins preached today from Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, with his key verse being verse 2. Subject title, Don't Miss Your Miracle. Four key points that he wanted us to make sure that we remembered. Don't believe that your situation is permanent. Don't be solely dependent on people. Don't be so burdened that you stop praying. And don't begin to seek the wrong provision. Have a blessed day. Maybe indirectly, maybe not you, but maybe you know somebody. Maybe a friend or a loved one that have experienced a miracle. Well, that's what a miracle is technically defined as being a divine or supernatural interruption or a suspension of the natural law. Whether you know it or not, there are certain natural laws that govern our behavior and our society. There are certain natural laws that care nothing about your social economic status. They, they, they care nothing about what you have or what you don't have. They care nothing about what you believe or what your denomination may be. All of us in here are governed by certain divine and inspired natural laws. And whenever those laws are suspended or interrupted, a miracle has taken place. I mean, you can read the Bible from sun up to sundown. In reality, when it's all over, we're governed by certain natural laws. You can pray when they prostrate you. You can pray until you're blue in the face. And when you get up off your bed or get up off of your knees, you will still be governed by certain natural laws. I mean, we can have, we just have a glorious revival. We're spiritual. We can have a great worship experience on today. But regardless of how high the spirit was, how the spirit may be. If you climb up the top of this building and you can make it to the steeple and you jump off the steeple on that concrete, that there is a law called gravity. And if you get on top of that building and jump down, there is a possibility now prayers may not help you. How well the car sank, if you go to the purple bridge, you get on top of the rail and you jump off of, don't do that y'all, and you, you, you jump off, off in the water, there is a possibility that prayer may not help you because we are governed by certain natural laws. And, and whenever those laws are interrupted, whenever those laws are suspended, then a miracle has 
about the Bible where God suspended natural law when, when Moses uh, was trying to deliver the people of God from Egyptian captivity. And, and he got down uh, to the mountains. They had mountains on both sides, a sea in front of them. Pharaoh's army coming up from, from behind them. Moses didn't know what to do. But what God told Moses to do, he said, stretch out your rod. Y'all gonna help me in this house. Uh, and, and, and out of nowhere, uh, God made a highway uh, and held the waters back on both sides. That was a divine interruption or a suspension of natural law. Well, when Jesus was at the wedding, Cana of Galilee. Remember, his mother came to him and said, son, we run out of wine. And, and what Jesus told him to do, he says, go get the water pots, bring it to me, fill them with water. And, and while they were drawing the water from the water pots without any fermentation, Jesus there, right there, turned water into wine. That was a divine interruption or a suspension of natural law. And I think I'll tell somebody here today that, that no person, no singular person, has the power and the authority to tell God when a miracle is going to take place. You know, you can, you, you can see on television, you can hear people say that, that they can announce or make an announcement uh, uh, that, that they're going to have a healing ceremony or, 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 or a healing or, or a miracle ceremony on, on Friday night. But let me, let me tell you something that, 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 that you cannot put a time frame on when God is going to move. Decide on, on, on a Monday that, that you're going to have a healing uh, celebration or you're going to have a, a, a miracle taking place on Friday. What, what if God decides to move that Thursday? Huh? But what if God decides to move that Tuesday, that Wednesday? You don't know. So somebody here are recipients right now of miracles. So, so somebody can justify, Pastor, I hear what you're saying, but, but, but listen. You don't even have to pass You ain't got to be in church to get a miracle. Y'all going to talk to me. You know, somebody in here right now under my voice, you can testify. Pastor, I was laid in a hospital room. I was in Bethlehem uh, in the sanctuary, but I was in a hospital room. Uh, and, and God performed a miracle. Somebody else may say that, that, that Pastor, I was riding down the road uh, and something happened to me. And God worked a
because, because, because there are times in the Bible, particularly through the life of Jesus, where human beings participated in the miracle working process. Y'all with me? There were times where, where, where the efforts of a person actually initiated the miraculous. Uh, you don't have to believe me. I'll prove my point through the Bible. There was a woman there who took an issue of blood for 12 years. She, she had been isolated from, from people, but, but one day she had spent all she had. She heard that, that Jesus was coming her way, and although she could not go to a male factory, but, but, but one day she said within herself, y'all, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And the Bible says that what the woman did, she pressed her way through the crowd, and eventually she touched Jesus. And I heard Jesus say through the tip of the scripture that who touched me? His disciples said, Master, we got a lot of folk around here that could touch him. He said, no, no, this was a special touch because this touch drew from me some of my power. In other words, when a woman got a miracle, her issue of blood stopped that day. It was divine interruption of a natural law. God performed that miracle through his son Jesus, but it was based on human because listen, if she had just sit there and just, just watched Jesus pass by, then, then she wouldn't have got her miracle. Because listen, Jesus wasn't coming for her. You, you remember the story, don't you? Jesus was headed to Jairus' house to, to wake up his daughter. But because she participated. That's a good word right there, participate. You know, I said on last Sunday that, that we need to stop coming to church being spectators. Uh, but if you would learn how to participate, uh, nobody is looking at nobody. But if you want God to move on your behalf, uh, why don't you participate in worship? Give him all the glory. Sometimes we got to participate in the process. Uh, sometimes God will heal uh, based on your own human in this text, y'all, we see a man who gets a miracle. And, and, and the man really is a poor example of human initiative. He, he's not like the woman with the issue of blood. No, he's not like. But, but this fellow does nothing really to get a miracle. Look, look, I know you said, because we like to say that, that he may have not been in church, but at least he was at church. No, that, 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 that's not. Now, I, I know we got, we can't on one side, but we can see the good. But, but I want to flip the day to try to help somebody how, how not to miss your, your miracle. Don't, because if you, if you want to get a miracle, don't come and throw pity parts. No, no, no. Don't, don't. If you want to get a miracle, if you don't want to miss it, don't do anything that this man did. Can I show you? This man gets a miracle in spite of himself. And I don't know about y'all today, but there have been some times in my life, just talking about me, uh, that, that God gave me a miracle in spite of me. Now, I know that maybe you got it all together, but I don't have it all together just yet. Maybe you got every I got it, every, every T crossed. Uh, maybe you made all the right decisions. Uh, you got the right hookups. Uh, but as for me, most of the blessings that God has given to me in my life, um, 
God. He, I, he, he did it. He did it in spite of me. He woke me up this morning in spite of me. He, he gave me the activity of my limbs in spite of me. He put food on my table, clothes on my back. He gave me somewhere to live. He gave me somewhere to pastor. He gave me a car to ride in in spite of me. If it was left up to me to be where I am right now, I should have been cut off a long time ago. But it's because of the Lord mercy that we are not
hope. And many of you today, we've been in situations so long that now you become content with where you are. You've been messed up so long to where you feel like there is no hope. You've been in marriages and relationships so long that, that now you decide to bed your, down, bed your way down at them. And what you'll do is you'll say stuff like this. Well, a, a little, a piece of a man is better than none at all. I beg the difference. You'll say things like, like it's cheaper to keep one. No, no, you will be surprised at how many of us in here, we live beneath our privilege and don't understand that God wants us to have an abundant life. Everybody may not be a millionaire, but God wants us to be happy. He, he wants us to have a source of our contentment and joy, and our contentment and joy is not in a man, it is not in a woman. But when you believe that your situation is Elevating, elevating me, but 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 a few years ago, somebody. 
situation. It ain't nobody fault of yours. Don't be blaming that person. Don't be blaming your daddy. Don't be blaming your parents. Don't be blaming because they may be alcoholic and you didn't get proper training. No, that may be true, but once you get to a certain age, you gotta start taking responsibility for your own actions, believing and waiting on people to get you where you need to be. So we're talking, don't ever believe that your situation is Secondly, don't be so dependent upon people. But then thirdly, I'm almost there. He says, don't be so burdened that you stop praying. I may be down, but I think I don't know which way to turn. 
true worship me. Lord, I honor you. I, I give you glory in spite in the midst of my situation that I'm going through because my circumstances have nothing to do with the fact that you are still God. Yeah, 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 yeah. It means to go upward in worship, but secondly, prosuking means to go downward in warfare. So whenever I pray, whenever, whenever I'm praying to God, once I go upward in worship, I, I, I'll always go downward in warfare. In other words, that's what the enemy brings me. Anybody ever notice something about your prayer life? That when you start praying and you really get in your, your secret place, that's when you get sleeping. Oh! 
got to go outward and work. Have all the faith you want. Believe all you want to. The God is going to do it. But sometimes we got to put forth You gotta put your boots on. You gotta strap up, put a suit on, dress on or something. And you gotta do some work. Don't ever ask God to do anything for you that, that you're not willing to participate in. Uh, because God will not do for you uh, what you can do for your own Remember, I gotta go for that. I remember when I was trying to lose weight when I first started. I was back there working on the task. And uh, I thought I was doing good. Every time I would get to work, they'd have butt cakes. <laughs> I stopped by Trust Mart, the pile of chicken that got cooking. <laughs> Go buy Krispy Kreme on Catalina, hot now. Well, you ain't got nothing in your 